Support for WVIK comes from Kathleen Collins at the Dragonfly in Bettendorf. Using both conventional and alternative counseling methods for empowerment to help create change for individuals and couples. More information is at KathleenCollinsCounseling.com. This is Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Michelle and Joe Straley, who run Riverbend Retro, a vintage resale store specializing in mid-century modern design, furniture, and home decor, which is in Davenport. Welcome, Michelle and Joe. Thank you. Thank you. I think your store is interesting. It gives us a reason to talk about mid-century modern design, and you're the only store in the Quad Cities that sells these objects. So what is mid-century modern design? Well, uh, mid-century modern design uh, refers to the middle 20th century, uh, around the 1950s. Um, there was a, a kind of a, I guess, a population growth, um, a lot of um, interest in designing furniture to take advantage of um, what was being built at the time. Uh, the ranch homes were becoming real popular, and the older furniture, the antique uh, Victorian stuff, was a little too ornate, a little too bulky um, for the new homes that were being built. And so uh, mid-century modern design kind of came about take advantage of the smaller spaces and the um, kind of what was going on at that time period. So, mm-hmm. And I'd read, too, that some of the materials were more scarce than, hence, the use of plywood. And That's that correct, yeah. Um, a lot of furniture um, is actually uh, wood veneer applied over plywood. And um, it's it's not a sign of quality or, you know, a lack of quality. Um, a lot of really good pieces were made that way. And it, like you said, it was just uh, taking advantage of what they had. And um, a lot of walnut was used, um, very popular wood uh, for American furniture. And uh, a lot of it was locally sourced um, right by the factories. They were near, you know, areas like that. So, um, yeah, they were just taking advantage of, of what they had at the time. So Right. When I hear plywood, I think of something that's that's a poor quality. But, but that's not true. The molded plywood forms are beautiful. And right. it allowed them to create more playful structures. Right. Yeah. Um, and um, they also started introducing fiberglass um, and able to mold that. Um, techniques that were introduced with technology advances. Um, yeah, they really, uh, really took advantage of, of a lot of the uh, growth that was going on at that time. To give the listener a like a mental picture of mid-century modern design, besides the use of uh, metal and steel, glass, and then warmer woods, you mentioned walnut, they, they are playful shapes. Michelle, you described to me the the word atomic and use that it's very futuristic type yeah, furniture yeah more like space age um i think a lot of the furniture had the the tapered legs and that also made it look like it took up less space mm-hmm. um form and function yeah i i think that describes it very well where do you get your objects because this is a real resale store i should mention it's it's not new furniture, but it's very well maintained. And they're, they're lovely pieces that you can pick up at your shop. Where do you where do you get them? Well, a lot of that, the condition and stuff is a lot of a reflection of the people that owned it. Um, in the time period, uh, people took really good care of their stuff. Um, they didn't throw things away. They fixed it if it was broke. Um, and we can't just go to a magazine or a catalog and, and order our stock. We um, 
go to estate sales, we go to auctions, um, we have people get a hold of us that are uh, dealing with estates, and yeah, it's it's um, actually 90% of the stuff we get is within a probably a 30 or 40 mile radius of here. Um, the Midwest was, um, and still is, kind of an area where a lot of the production was, a lot of the um, people that bought the furniture, um, the mentality just to keep it and not get rid of it until they moved on one way or another, uh, really benefits us. Um, we're kind of at ground zero as far as acquiring the stuff. Um, we have dealers from all over the country and customers as well that that buy from us because we're kind of close to the source here. Um, sort of, a lot of things end up working their way up the, the food chain, so to speak, and end up in uh, some pretty nice design stores and in, in, in the bigger cities. So yeah, you're located at 520 West 2nd Street in Davenport, which is just a block up from the Farmer's Market, a block east from the Centennial Bridge. There aren't any other stores in this area that sell this. I think um, the closest are, are other stores are Peoria and Cedar Rapids and Des Moines. That's correct. Um, a few stores have random pieces here and there. Um, as far as actually concentrating on it and really um, trying to celebrate the the whole mid-century idea and and concept, um, yeah, we're we're essentially the only store around here. But yeah, um, Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, Peoria. And if you go farther, of course, Chicago and, and Minneapolis and Madison, places like that. But um, we're kind of the, the regional uh, one here. So. Source, yeah. I, exactly. saw, I saw several really great coffee tables in, in your store when I was in the other day. But you sell other things as well, a lot of household objects. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of things go along with, uh, with the design of the furniture and the, the architecture. So, of course, they needed items to use in the home as well and... and the, the idea of the simplistic, uh, clean lines of, of mid-century modern, um, you know, you can see in, in silverware or um, vases or, you know, anything, it kind of comes through. And so essentially if it's produced, like you said, between late 40s to, say, late 60s, uh, you can find it in our store. Um, and it just kind of all goes. There were, there were other styles during that time too, but um, that's why we, you know, we concentrate just on the mid-century stuff. But if it was produced during that time, um, we, we'd, we'd sell it in our stores. Yeah, so. have it. Mm-hmm. I saw some great glasses. And, Michelle, we talked, too, about how um, some of that reflects the differences in entertaining. In the 1950s, people entertained perhaps more frequently or at least in a different manner than right. we do now. There was, for instance, a, a set of glasses that, were in a holder and you could just and they had a handle and you could just lift it up and you could just imagine carrying it into the into the dining room or wherever people were congregated and a whole lot of ashtrays from the (laughs) from the mid-century which you know it's a good thing we don't use those as much now but they were fun very retro and it does remind you that it was a very much a different era I think with the change in our community downtown Davenport, downtown Moline, Rock Island, there are a lot more uh, loft apartments going in. We're seeing younger people move in downtown, and um, I could see how that would be a, a boom for you, how uh, really loft spaces just seem to fit your type of furniture very well. It seems like a perfect spot for you being downtown. Yeah, it was um, probably not a- necessarily their idea or design to begin with but it, it translates over now um we were out in Claire for a few years and um, liked it out there but we always had our eye on downtown Davenport um it was where we wanted to be um at at some point and 
uh, place came open and, and we were lucky to get in there and we we think we're kind of getting into there on the kind of the ground floor of all the redevelopment down there there's i think almost 1500 um, loft apartments now just in downtown davenport alone like you said rock island moline they're all kind of uh, following suit and our stuff just fits really well our, our store kind of looks almost like a loft and so i think when people see it in there they really uh can tell that it's gonna it's gonna work well in, in that environment so yeah, that's great. When I was reading a little bit about uh, the education of the public, I think we are seeing so much more uh, mid-century modern design, and in part because of popular TV series, series for instance, Mad Men, the, the set was filled with Herman Miller design. Herman Miller's was one brand name. People probably recognize Noel, Eames, George exactly. Nelson. Yeah, the Eames, Nelson, those uh, Charles and Ray Eames and George Nelson, um, they worked for, for Herman Miller. Um, a guy named Errol Saarinen uh, designed for Noel, and he's uh, got a real strong local connection with the uh, John Deere World Headquarters was designed by him. I, and, did, I had no idea. Yeah, and it's filled with no Herman idea. Miller furniture. So Really? Um, yeah, he uh, one of the uh, CEOs at the time had kind of the foresight to uh, – bring in a, a modernist architect and um yeah it's uh, it's a really neat building in fact they just did a uh, documentary on Sarnin um on one of the um PBS stations and uh, I think it was their master uh, masterpiece series or whatever it's called and anyway um they uh they did a little spot on that on that building so it was it was neat I had no idea I'll have to check that yeah, out yeah yeah we're kind of lucky to have uh I don't know how many buildings he built, but we're lucky to have one here. So It sounds like we are. The Museum of Modern Art has had some exhibits of mid-century modern design, and, and then there's a popular online retailer, Design Within Reach, and that's helped really get these designs out into the public eye. But I'm just so happy that you all have championed this and that you're making these items available so that we can easily see them. Yeah, that um, that brings up a point I wanted to make, too, about how um, there was a time period when this stuff kind of fell out of favor. Um, the people that originally had bought it um, passed it on to their children or, um, you know, got rid of it one way or another. And um, shows, like you said, Mad Men kind of brought it back into the, the uh, conscious of people and, and uh, kind of uh, made it more desirable and more popular again. And um, we've actually had some customers that um, had it when they were younger and uh, got rid of it and then they see it in our store and they're like, wow, that's a really cool piece. And they, uh, they end up buying it again, actually. So um, that's pretty neat. But, you know, that's, that's really uh, been kind of a fun part of the, the store too. So People are, are somewhat fickle that way and designs that are popular come and go. Things become fashionable and then become less so. And I'm personally happy to see this come back because I love lack of ornamentation. And I, I love the idea that to pursue good form, you strip away all the non-essential components and bring it down to its core, its essence. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's really, um, because of that, it's really become kind of a timeless um, idea and design. Uh, you can you can literally put a piece of mid-century modern furniture in just about any uh, decor situation. Um, and so many places now are either rediscovering their old designs or, or coming up with new ones that follow that same idea. And, uh, yeah, it's just really um, a very timeless um, sort of uh, neat neat idea and design. So, mm-hmm. 
besides the U.S., the Scandinavian countries, especially Denmark, had their own movement, which I thought was all uh, part of the same, but may have been parallel development. Yeah, um, you know, it, it really started back in, uh, as far as I know, back uh, kind of in two distinct areas, one here in the United States and one in Germany with the Bauhaus movement. Um, and I think maybe that filtered over into into Denmark and, and Europe. Um, and then in America here, we had Frank Lloyd Wright, who is kind of credited with um, his shift from the Prairie style over to the Usonian style, um, kind of um, sort of ushered in this idea of open concept, living, um, flat roof, clean lines, like you said, very um, clean looking, uh, simplistic, uh, minimalistic um, look. And those two sort of combined eventually, and I think in the early 50s is when it really um, blossomed. And uh, so you have a lot of uh, Danish designers that, and Scandinavian designers that um, produce furniture that we have over here. Um, Jens Rissum, Hans Wagner, uh, Ludwig Mies van der Rohe, uh, Marcel Brewer, the list goes on and on. Um, American designers, you had George Nelson, uh, Milo Bowman, Adrian Pearsall, all these guys, uh, Paul McCobb. I mean, again, the list goes on and on. All these guys were, were really into that that idea and that concept, so... Great. I'm grateful for you all that you're here in the Quad Cities and that people can stop by and see your designs. Riverbend Retro is at 520 West 2nd Street in Davenport, and you're open Tuesdays through Fridays, 11 to 6, and Saturday, 10 to 5. Yeah, that's right. And they can uh, check out our Facebook page. We keep all current inventory up there. We have a, a webpage, riverbendretro.com, that's kind of in the process of being built. Um, and our Instagram page, um, things like that. You can keep track of what's going on at the store and um, find all of our new stuff on there. So Perfect. Michelle and Joe Straley, thank you so much for talking about mid-century modern design. It was a pleasure. Thank you. This has been Carolyn Martin, Talking Art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. Theme music is provided by a Quad City legend, the late Ellis Cal.